Hello and welcome to Friday's episode of Sailor Time to Pause. So what? Today I've got two special guests. Gracie is back by popular demand and also Elizabeth is just as back. Because <laughs> so, she's popular. There you go. But she is popular. It's because it's my job I have to be here. <laughs> I've got a joke for you. I've got a joke for you. Okay, great. What did one traffic light say to the other traffic light? Do you tell us, Sam? Stop looking, I'm changing. Oh. <laughs> what do you call a bagel that can fly? I don't know. A plain bagel. What's that got to do with light? Nothing. <laughs> the bagel's the bagel's light. It's not got many calories. Have you got a joke to save us, Gracie? I, I don't know if it'll save you, but I've got a joke and I've got a fun fact. Which do you want? Okay. Uh, the joke. The joke, okay. How many dance teachers, or dance teachers, depending where you're from in the country, how right. many dance teachers does it take to change a light bulb? Don't know. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, very good. <laughs> I will stop and breathe in your presence. Just breathe. Just breathe. Do you want to introduce us to Monday, Elizabeth? Monday's episode was Ian talking about living in the light and oh is this why you did a plane joke because he was talking about planes oh there you go yeah nice one Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no but he used that analogy with the the strip lights in the aisles and about how um, darkness can be dangerous because it, it means that you can't find your way but that light helps us to see things that were there all along that the darkness hides. Aye, it does. I was thinking about the light thing in the darkness, because actually I've got this T-shirt that only lights up in the darkness. Oh, right. Oh, that's cool. It only works, it only illuminates when there's darkness, and it shines brightest when it's dark, which is a bit back to front, isn't it? What does it say? It says, born to shine. Oh, nice. It's a, a running top. Okay. But yeah, only it's only yeah, it's clearest when there is darkness. And I was thinking about the plane thing. Mm. And didn't didn't Ian mention about how that the lights are quite they're quite small, aren't they? Yeah, he said you don't mm-hmm. you don't always know that it's there. Yeah. Because yeah, you can't see them when it's the lights on, can you? It's only when the lights go off. And I was thinking mm. about that actually. Like in life, there's no escaping darkness. Because it, it happens, doesn't it? Whether it's physically or spiritually or in situation. But the brilliant thing is that we're, we're armed with this light. We know the light that can kind of brighten up in, even in the darkest of places. Yeah, yeah. So There's also that other thing. That, you know, like we talk about sometimes being in, in the shadows, but we don't want to be in a shadow or under the shadow of darkness. But mm. actually, there's some hope there because you can only get a shadow if there is light present. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's almost like you can't shut light up, can you? You can't stop it from happening. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. And I like how Ian linked that to um, when we do something right, then the light shines. When we follow mm-hmm. what God's teaching us, then the light shines. And when we help or love other people, then the light shines. It's like the way to get rid of the darkness is just by shining the light and doing something kind 
for someone else and just sharing love. And the other thing, Nate, I don't know if it was in the scripture, but it said that Jesus is the light. It's not what he does. He is the light. Mm. So if we're in relationship with him, there's there's no no other option than being that light too. And then, like you say, then in those normal situations, that's where light can come in. Yeah, and I guess in those situations where Jesus is present, then then his work happens in a lot of spaces. So if we're like following Jesus and in relationship with him, then I guess things happen even without us knowing sometimes. Mm. And then when we do know, things really happen, I guess. Um, yeah, it's good. That ties in a bit with um, what you were talking about on Tuesday with your song and about Jesus being at work, God being at work, like through all things and how we live our lives can show Jesus to others when we're, we're reflecting his character. Yeah, and I think I really like that song because it's like one thing that I was going to say about it that I didn't say about it is like talking about how we can live our lives but at the same time bringing it all back to Jesus in worship. Like through through worshipping him, we're honouring him and like, like worship isn't just singing all the time. Worship is like showing good deeds to other people and doing things in the name of in his name and he is such a powerful and mighty god that if we as humans didn't worship then like the rocks would cry out as it says in the bible because because he's that mighty like somebody has to praise him like that's why the rocks would cry out it's just mad to think about really isn't it it's a, it's a challenge as well isn't it i always think like with worship if we've had an encounter with god it's hard not to come away changed and and then that in turn then should spur us on to then go out and interact with others. I was just thinking that, like you, you said, worship, it's not just, well, hopefully we all know that, it's not just about singing songs. It's about um, changing your life and then you then go into change the lives of others. That's not an arrogant thing, but just, do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying, Gracie. I think, like, you, you feel, like when you have a real encounter, you feel compelled to change and I think that kind of moves your heart and there's another thing that you were saying on Tuesday Sam about like knowing what God places value in and then I think when we are kind of in worship or spending time with him like those values become important to us and what we value and then I think I don't know if you're about to say this Gracie but on Thursday when Ian was talking about holiness and how holiness is not this thing to beat ourselves over the head with but it's like it's a really practical thing and it's a sort of rolling your sleeves up and getting stuck in and being prepared for action and kind of getting out there and just being Jesus to people, which we feel compelled to do when we get a real glimpse of who he is. That's what I wanted to say, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you. Very well said, Gracie. (laughs) No, that's it, you got it, Elizabeth. Thank you (laughs) for saving me. (laughs) When you start talking about holiness, I got a real... Whenever I think of the like holy or being holy I've got images of monks and nuns and it being very kind of ah <laughs> do you know what I mean very out of reach unattainable yeah yeah but I, I really like that um element of it being like you said rolling up your sleeves and being practical being uh day-to-day being something that you can live out and and do um mm. it's not easy not by any means but um yeah it makes it a bit more reachable yeah because i guess he said holiness means to be like god and i guess what we've talked about is trying to show 
God in our lives and show be like Jesus is like being holy. Mm. I mean, at the mm. start of it, in the when I was saying, I was saying, be be the holy, be the, be the holy. You sounded a bit um, like Yoda. Yeah, be ye holy. <laughs> yeah. Just something you said then, actually, Sam, about like holiness being being like God. Because when I think about that, I always think of God, you know, as like well, obviously, like this big being that is like hard to grasp and understand. But also, just when you said that, I just suddenly thought, actually, God, like one of the like facets of who God is, is that He's really close to us. He's really near to us, and He's very present. And like that—that's how we can be like God too is like being really present in the space we occupy like in our community and stuff I wonder what people outside of like church context or out of faith what they if they hear the word holy I wonder what they think whether it's a positive thing they have in their head or a negative Mm, yeah because I guess you said when you sometimes think about you think of like the unobtainable like is it like do people hear it and think, oh, it's unattainable for me? And that, that's kind of, yeah, that's quite hard, isn't it? When you're, that, like when you're with people that aren't, you know, they haven't got faith or they're, you know, I don't know. It's just, you don't want to come, I, I don't want to ever come across as being, there'd be a distance between me and them or thinking I'm more holy than them because that's when, you, you know, you can... Because we're all flawed, mm. aren't we? Whether we've got faith or not. But as you know, what I believe, holiness is like the ultimate thing of what we're trying to to live. Yeah, like, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess to truly be holy, like you said, you can't you can't think that you're better because you're holy. That's not what holiness you, is. <laughs> because then you're just not holy. Yeah, so you're not. Yeah. So yeah, just doesn't work like that, does it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's like you said, it's important to keep that in your mind that we are all flawed and we're all equal and being holy is just being the same as everybody when because uh, I listened to the prayers one in the car and um, I was trying to get somewhere in my car and there was an incident nearby and the road was shut I was already half an hour late when I set off and then I was sat in this traffic going nowhere very very fast um and I was like getting all wound up and like (laughs) I wasn't swearing outside but I was on the inside (laughs) that doesn't make me very holy does it but yeah I was just cursing and like and then the prayers came on and it was like wow you just gotta (laughs) keep this in context because you know when you were praying about I just thought yeah the situation in Turkey, Syria, and I'm moaning and getting frustrated because I'm stuck mm. in traffic because it's a little bit inconvenient for me. And, you know, it's not going to plan. Mm. And it really challenged me. It made me stop and go, oh, OK, let's get some perspective here. And then I spent the time praying. <laughs> and that's not to say that I'm holy. It kind of, as I was stopped in my car, I was also stopped in my tracks right, in terms of, right, come on, get on, pray. Um, so yeah yeah no I think I'd agree with that when I listen to it it's like what what's really important at the moment so to end this episode I believe you've got a song for us Gracie that carries on a similar theme that we can continue kind of praying for those things and bringing those things before God the things that are actually important and 
calm in our minds from the troubles that we're going through as well to try and focus on other people. What's the song, Gracie? It's For The One by Bethel. For the one who needs prayer. Let me be fair. 